Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Mr. Mao, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, coming from the house of Menti, we have Mr. P Features. Hello, internets. And then, like that anal wart that you can't get rid of, Baby Huey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> can't wait for this. Here we go. Let me hear it. And then my main man, Moshko, on the ones and twos. Can I kick it? Thank you. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. It's your boy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, baby Huey. I'm sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're I'm sorry. Not. I'm not really. Um, no, you're not. Yeah. So, uh, features. It finally happened. You got tired of Minty shit. You buried him in the backyard and took over the house. I mean, I, I would I wouldn't bury him in the backyard. I don't don't admit thing. to anything, features. I'm not admitting to anything. I'm just saying I have a thing for for bodies being on the premises, so I would never bury him in the backyard. Okay. Uh, okay. So you let that body hit the floor. <laughs> I'm let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the no. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact: When I worked in a retail store most recently. When there were customers acting a fool, mm-hmm. I would go around and play that on the speakers we had around the store um, <laughs> before I went over to talk to them. So the team knew I was about to go and uh, smack some go shit full down. Mauer on them. <laughs> uh, it was great. Uh, but yeah, Menti's not here. He's down on vacation in the general area with his family. He's probably curled up in the corner of a hotel room watching YouTube on a phone or an iPad rather than connect it to the TV because we know he didn't think ahead enough to bring an Apple TV with him. So he's Uh, not out on the beach with a romance novel just soaking in the sun. Listen, (laughs) I do have to say, reading a monk novel on the beach with a rum punch drink is a very relaxing time. Hmm. Not going to lie, that stereotype is good. But, uh... Well, I yeah, will Menti's... say, I'm pretty sure he wishes he was here with us. Yeah, well, then be here. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. He's gone. Uh, it's the show of the week, because we only have one. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are we all talking about today? Well, We are talking I've about got... all kinds of stuff, and I will lead this thing off, I guess. Sure. Well, let's give our overview of what we're all talking That's about. That's what I was going to do. I'm just going to say right. the, the, the big thing. So Marvel Studios is headed back to Comic-Con. All right. Baby Huey, what are you talking about? I got a little WTF on last week's uh, ending of The Flash. Moshka, what's your second thing you're talking about? The Boys. Features, what's the next thing you're talking about? I'm going to talk about uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> I'm going to talk about Obi-Wan. 
And then I've got some random kind of news I want to bring up. Uh, but let's wrestling. <laughs> Basically, some some wrestling and then some toy news. Um, that I want to throw into the end of the show. We're hitting all the pillars today. Hitting them all. But let's kick it off with stuff I don't care about. Ms. Marvel. <laughs> wow. So you don't care about Ms. Marvel? At I didn't all. even watch it. Not gonna lie, I gave up. Like, told you guys after last week. Yeah, no, after episode two, I was out, tapped out. Oh my goodness. Let me get out here. I needed two sittings for this episode. Go ahead, Feech. Well, I think this this past episode was. It, I mean, so far so good. The, the show's been pretty decent, right? Uh, despite so far, so, how so. we, if you will, <laughs> um, despite how each of us may feel about it uh, not being for us, uh, it's it's a pretty solid show. Um, we're diving more into more into uh, the origin of her powers and how we're getting there. I think it's pretty good, um, but I I do see it going down that rabbit hole of being culturally diversive by focusing on aspects of uh, her religious beliefs as well as cultural beliefs. Like, uh, I'm not aware of, like, who Ms. Marvel's main major villain is, but in the show currently right now, it's looking like we have this group called the Jinn. Uh, And if you're familiar with that phrasing, um, the Jinn culturally is is like demons in uh islamic faith or or pakistani culture they're like demons that they you know they'll play tricks on people in the middle of the night uh try possessions things of all that nature but in in the series they are apparently some otherworldly beings who are trying to get home but they need miss marvel to do it only problem is it looks like Within using her, she might die in order for them to get home. That's where we're at. Um, I like it so far. Like, I'm enjoying it. Again, the show is definitely not for me or for any of us, for that matter. It's definitely for the teeny boppers out there, which, you know, no harm, no foul. But it's still an enjoyable show. Um, Mauer, since you did not watch it, and I, I, I probably wouldn't ask you, but I will ask you as far as uh, it going that route of being so overly. That's cultural. not the part that threw me. The part is they made a show knowing they were going to isolate people that it's not a show for, rather than the rest of the MCU. We mm-hmm. make sure everything is for everyone. And if they were willing to do that for this piece of shit, why weren't they willing to do it for other things? Like, you put out a teeny bopper little girl show specifically geared towards teeny bopper little girls, then you could have given me a beep in Moon Knight show geared towards violent, masculine show that only I'm going to like that didn't have diversity and it forced down your throat. Like, the fact that the Moon Knight show was all about the Red Scarab or whatever the hell her name was at the end. Scarlet Scarab. Just to, just to be the victor and introduce that character. Uh-huh. Like, then this show could have had something badass added to it that would at least keep me entertained and not have a footloose, lip-syncing dance moment, Lizzie McGuire, Disney show <laughs> bullshit through every episode. You, and you said you didn't watch it. I watched the first two. <laughs> yeah, but I told they... you. I said after last week... I was done. 
Yeah, but the dance number was this week. <laughs> well, she danced around her living room. No, well, you missed the oh. Bollywood. Oh, they had an actual dance number. Wedding. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Beep that shit. <laughs> Beep that shit in its ass. In its ass. Tear off one of Huey's anal warts and shove it. Wow. Whoa. There you go, folks. <laughs> now you know how this show is going to be for the rest. <laughs> Buckle up. What if, uh, what if I told you it might eventually tie into the Ten Rings? I don't care. Are you sure? No. No. no so, yeah, I, I really I can't watch the show. Now, granted, the parts that I will admire them for are all the stuff they keep accurate to the character's inner core. Mm-hmm. The comic's not for me. Okay. That's f- and I knew that. My my biggest problem is besides it not being for me, I thought they still were going to make it general and appealing to the masses. And it seems like they don't care about the masses for this one, which is fine. I just want to see. It's getting good reviews overall. So, well, I know there's tons of little girls that freaking love it, and then you. But (laughs) (laughs) I never said I loved it. But um, like, it's more of I know it's not for me, and I'm upset that they're not making something that is just for me. Does that make honestly? Marvel's not for you anymore. The way they're going. No, they are because Doctor Strange is badass. Uh, the Disney Plus MCU is not for you. What do you mean by that? What's the last, di- what's the last Disney Plus property you liked? Oh, well, yeah, none of them. Well, no, I exactly. liked WandaVision. You didn't like uh, Falcon I loved and Winter WandaVision. Soldier? Oh, hell no. See? It's so boring. One, one out of how many shows now? Uh, so yeah. Disney Plus MCU is not Wait, for but you. Did you watch Hawkeye? No, they were designed for me. Like Falcon and Winter Soldier would have been good. If it was either double the episodes or they cut one of the storylines. Like that I didn't like because it was too much crammed into a short thing. It wasn't the show wasn't for me. It was just 15 pounds of shit in a one ounce bag. Like there was too much to unpack in that. Um, <laughs> oh, and I, left, I, I almost cursed there. I loved Hawkeye. Okay. All right. Okay. So I would say that this, this oh, show well, is though. just for. <laughs> two, two shows out of how many? Two out of four? Four. Five? Um, one, six. two, three, four. Um, yeah, no, you don't count what if. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I wouldn't watch it. Yes, you do. Do we count I haven't watched it? it. You haven't watched it? No, I'm saying, right. right. Uh, yeah, no. And I, and I, so that's what I'm also saying. I am giving up watching shit just to watch it because it's comic related. You know, there's too much of it out there now that's good that is made for me. For me to put myself through watching it just to be like, well, I gave that a shot. Like, if they're going to start making shows specifically for people, that's great. Those people can watch it and enjoy it, and I don't have to. And that's the whole me having a choice to do what I want. But, yeah, this show... <laughs> this show... Mm. Well, <laughs> all things considered, though, Mauro, uh you couldn't have possibly expected, like, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel to be a show for you from the beginning just because i could have really yeah because i thought she'd have a mentor i thought they were gonna mcu it up and put a mentor in there like they did spider-man with iron man well that's that's a little different though because it's we're dealing with spider-man this is a wildly popular character from way back when as opposed to wait are you saying spider-man is not wildly popular whoa 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 whoa. (laughs) hold up That, that's a little different. This is a wildly popular character. Yes, and Spider-Man is as well. I'm not saying Spider-Man isn't wildly popular. I'm talking about Spider-Man. You being just no, did. 
No, I was saying you have Spider-Man, who is a wildly popular character from way back when. So you don't need he. You actually, you He's guys were upset anymore. about him having a mentor in the MCU. He didn't really need one. Right. You, you you're missing my whole point. I was expecting them to MCU it because they did it there. That at least for this, for a character I didn't like, I could have then I would have cared about the mentor. Like Spider-Man, we didn't like it because we love Spider-Man. I didn't need him to have a mentor. What makes you think she won't? I mean, we're a week or two into the actual it's three weeks. Well, no, no, no. Like I'm talking like timeline story wise wow. here. It's probably only like two weeks. Yeah, it's, Do you not it's, think you know uh, Captain Marvel is gonna? Oh, great! Come yeah, on another in, character or, I don't yeah. care about. I see. But and again, if we're linking this bracelet <laughs> thing to uh, the rings, you know, will will we see that? Will you know Wong come yeah, so in? Go into the portal and everybody shows up. Was that Mar- go into why you think it's part of the Ten Rings? So if you if you did watch uh, last week's episode, it's the same color. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the same color. It glows the same blue. It's the same gold. No, they uh in a flashback they showed that they cut the uh, the ring was on a severed hand of a blue arm well the blue arm we know is the Cree. or or did you guys see or, the, it, i don't want, i don't really mean to cut you off but i just it just no, like, rang a bell here in my head did you guys see the uh thor 11 thunder new trailer no i there stopped watching a, the first one there's like a race of beings in one of the shots that's the same exact blue Unless my TV is not calibrated right. (laughs) I feel attacked because they're making people that are colorblind not involved in these Easter eggs. (laughs) But everybody, and I I advise you to check this out. I I saw the ad on YouTube. I don't know if it's somewhere else. I'm sure. Ads on YouTube? Yeah. Those exist? Hey, creators need to get paid, and they do that by running ads. They also get paid if people pay the money and then just watch their shit anyway back to what i'm talking about that, that blue um and also like the shape of the that blue blue can we can we mute his mic i could <laughs> um the, <laughs> maybe we'll see when uh you know the movie comes out this friday right Next, Friday? Friday? Next, next week, week next week, week. The it snuck up on us didn't it yeah what movie? Yes. Uh, Lion, Thor. Oh. Thor. it's out like when's soon. it gonna be streaming uh, about <laughs> 90 days after Friday I thought they were 45 whatever 45 yeah okay so um. I'll see in 45 <laughs> days from next Friday all right well we'll try not to tell you about the the tie between oh, we'll Thor tell, and we'll tell him everything is Marvel <laughs> all right yeah no I mean I know you guys are enjoying it um I'm not enjoying it. I'm watching it. <laughs> Plus, they did like a after they took the 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 bang bangalette or whatever off the arm. Yeah. They mentioned where's the second one? Man, remember you and I were yeah, talking. I need a second goddamn bracelet. Well, there is a second one right. somewhere. Okay, it's better off. put it on. And then and then they did like an, a little bit of an aerial shot, and they were standing on the logo of the Ten Rings. Oh, okay, so everything's tied why in the, together. Why is everything got to connect? Comic books don't connect. <laughs> it's as much. all connected. You know, like, seriously, well, how many comics did you read where every panel was like, and on this panel, it's connected to this comic over here, and this panel is connected over here. They'd have one or two goddamn things for a story. Those are, those are crossovers. Like, this is getting ridiculous. This is all just mental masturbation for Rye. This, this might not be an actual, like... 
standing O for that one. <laughs> That's what he said. God. <laughs> Speaking of a standing O, yes. Moshko, get into this week's The Boys. I'm not going to get in that really far. That, <laughs> That's what that, she yeah. said. Um, wow. Or he said from what I've heard. <laughs> or they. Um, <laughs> anyway, this week was supposed to be the big... You know, the big release. The big one. <laughs> the, big, the, big, the big exposure. The money shot, if you will. That's right. And I don't know about you guys that watch this. The episode should have taken, the episode should have taken a little blue pill before it started. It was uh, very honestly. anticlimactic. <laughs> like most of Huey's life. So, uh, what we're, uh, well, what I'm talking about is the actual Herogasm episode of The Boys. Now... I think the problem with this whole thing was the expectations were yeah, there so high. There was a high. lot of buildup. <laughs> there was a lot of buildup. <laughs> there was. <laughs> on social media, they were trying to build it up. There was exactly. a lot of there like... play going on before you guys got that big moment. And how long we got did no it big last? moment. It was very short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've heard that. It just didn't have the power and the, the bang that we were all looking for in this episode. Well, I don't know. M um... MM might, might uh, feel differently. <laughs> I mean, it was a don't open any doors from a from a standpoint of progressing the story. I mean, eh, eh. But uh, I mean, the episode so, was fine. I enjoy it. Did any of you read the comic that it was based on? No, and that is probably a good thing because now I'll go read the comic and I'll love it. <laughs> Maybe. I Do know. you? All I know from it is from what Menti Menti told us. Right. right. Do you guys think that they knew the comic was so controversial? that they were just trying to play that off to get everybody to watch it and then realize they couldn't do it, but didn't want to say that. Like, the bait and switch was there. Like, they knew they were never going to pay off in the ends, so they were just playing you all like a a cheap blonde in the hotel lobby of the casino. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, maybe. yes and That's no. What you're trying to say is. <laughs> yes and no. I, I, I'll say that because, A, sex sales. So they were gonna they were gonna use that as a marketing piece for that for this season and that episode, but even though it's on Amazon Prime, there's only so much they can get away with until they gotta be like, all right, we gotta pull back some. So, but e yeah, people gotta realize it's still a version of a cable pay cable TV show. Yeah, and even on Skinamax late night. <laughs> There was limits to those shows. I was going to say, is that even still a thing? I have no idea. <laughs> How many people probably kids get have that the, reference? Kids have the internet now. They didn't have to wait up till 3 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> have a good time. Sometimes on, sometimes on Fridays. <laughs> Baby Huey would know. <laughs> All right. Um, other than the letdown of the overall impact of Herogasm, it didn't leave your knees shaking. Uh, I also heard they cut out the Homelander and um, Jensen Eccles love scene. As of now. As of, do you think they're building to it in the show? I, I don't watch the show, so I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's definitely some chemistry on the screen between those two. Okay. Because I know that was the big thing. The once a year between the two of them and uh, Soldier Boy just not being able to cut it for... Homelander. Mm -hmm. They're definitely they're definitely alluding to something between them two. Yeah. So So that you think they yeah. might be building towards more of a relationship rather than a once of year pop shot? Yeah, I mean I don't think that was yes. even that wasn't even really like alluded to or 
in that episode maybe i missed like the three minutes <laughs> yeah no, it, <laughs> yeah what, no it's just that like you're kind of getting dressed home? too right <laughs> before and after what? <laughs> <laughs> whenever homelander's talking about soldier boy there's always that like the hurt superfly in that hell uh, ex, ex lover type thing so <laughs> soldier boy tell him yes all right so, um, yeah, there's definitely something there the rest was this whole episode just the hero gasm scene or was no it actually was no there was more no it was a whole it was all the hero gasm itself was, was what, like a small piece of it 10 minutes 50, yeah. 15 yeah, minutes yeah i mean they kept going yeah. back to it so some things were you know happening uh not there um and then the rest was kind of happened there it was basically in the background okay yeah. anything else big happen in the show well yeah yeah the fight between uh, homelander, homelander and, and, and soldier boy fought had a big fight at the end who won tell me my man jensen did well split split decision he ran away split decision <laughs> pussy <laughs> well All i mean right. to be fair he was a i can't say that <laughs> it was a three it was a four on one at the end so oh, really? yeah there was <laughs> jason's face was in the ground hey I mean, come on come on devil's four in, in all of this all of this episode is so suggestive i couldn't even say he ran away because he looked like he's about to get blown out from the back <laughs> by soldier boy <laughs> yep <laughs> all right um you need a kryptonite condom <laughs> But that would kill him. Moving on. <laughs> well, let me let no. me add. There's there's like there's one more the boys kind of thing we can we can talk briefly. But I, I want to. I, I, this is where my my I, I don't understand Mauer. So Eric Kripke is the showrunner of the boys, who I love. He created Supernatural, right? Which I love. Right. One of the stars from Supernatural is in the boys now, and you still have no interest. Because the first season I just couldn't get through. I got I th- I think I got four or five episodes into the first season. Um, you got half about halfway through. Isn't it, yeah, it wait. just they're short seasons. I mean, well, ten it's only, episodes. Wait, isn't it ten? Yeah, yeah I ten. think so. It just didn't like. There was no. Oh my god! I can't wait to the next episode for it. Like there was nothing really interesting about the story. It just was like shock and awe. And look, these are like what superheroes would be if they were real, like bad, like. There wasn't anything part of the story where I wasn't one. It was predictable, or two, like it had an emotional content connection to me. Like, there, I have more interest in Superman and Lois every week. Mm-hmm. You know, because that story is just so good that. But when that episode ends, you're like, man, I, I have to wait a week to watch another episode. And I didn't get that with the boys. So as much as it's geared towards me, to me it missed the things that make me attracted to... Like, when I like those violent and dark characters, normally there's a really good story behind them, like Ghost Rider and Moon Knight and all. And I just didn't feel mm-hmm. this had a, a story with any meat and potatoes on it, other than political commentary, which we, ha- we have enough of that in the real world that I try to avoid. I just mm-hmm. want violent, dark redemption stories not you know toxic masculinity is bad and woman power and look how bad politics are and this is what this could be like i don't want that in my superhero shit well what if what if maybe in the next season we did have a, another or, or no, wait, beep you, him. Just, you just said you didn't like the the male 
you know, the masculine toxic uh, approach to the characters, right? Yeah. So I think we might get another character like that next season. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's rumored, but I'm still mad at him. Why? Uh, what did Jeffrey Dean because Morgan Because of do? Walking Dead, he couldn't do the multiple appearances they wanted him on the last season of Supernatural. Supernatural. So he kind of abandoned what made him a, a household name. That's not his fault. <laughs> it was COVID, I know, because there was those things. But, and contracts. like you know. Well, no, he, was, he appeared in one episode. He just okay. couldn't do more because so, of what was going on. So don't be mad at him. There was a, tons of things going on. But yeah, on the show's just not him. for me. You know, I, I hate to tell you guys, just because something's uber violent, it doesn't mean I'm <laughs> automatically going to like it. Honestly, this, this season, I'm kind of checking out a little bit. Like, I'm already so, I'm so far invested already, might as well just keep on watching, but... Because the initial shock and awe value is wearing off, and you're realizing it's the same kind of story over and over again. More or less. You're not wrong. I don't know. The, uh, you know, Butcher and Huey you in the, using the V, that's kind of, that's pretty neat. It's, it's, <laughs> it's different, but... It, it like I already said, the shocks are already wearing off. That shock to that wore off to me after he used it the first time. And it's not like that's not happening on Superman or Lo- and Lois. So, so you got you you don't you don't you guys don't appreciate <laughs> like the the juxtaposition from what they're doing and how it affects their 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 daily relationships and even the the group itself. Because I think that's a lot of that's important to to the plot of the story of the show as well. Cause now, yeah, but by the end of the season, they'll they'll all be back together. It's the same thing. You know, I'm pissed at you. Now I'm not. I'm pissed at you. Now I'm not. Like sounds like Fireside. How many times? Yeah. How, how many times has that team bro- broken up and gotten back together into four seasons? Oh, it's already four seasons. Every of that se- show. This is the third season. We're on the, the third seasons. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. We're on the third. Renewed for fourth. The four- fourth has already been renewed. Yeah. Right. Sorry. But every season that happens. Yep. Now is Jeffrey Dean Morgan coming in to play Soldier Boy's dad? We have no idea. We, we have no no idea if Soldier Boy's gonna make it out of this yeah, season. There's, no idea. It there's, sounds like they're just trying to coax him into joining. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if he will because he does. He's executive producer and narrator on the Supernatural spinoff. Um. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna have a lot on his plate. Yeah, I don't. He's shooting the Walking Dead New York. No, I'm talking about it. for oh, Soldier Kirby. Boy. Soldier. Oh, Jen. Jensen. Jensen. Who's the other guy? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, the other guy. Oh, the Jared Padlecki? Supernatural. Jared there you go. Padlecki. All right. He's, he's got Walker, Texas yeah, which is, show. If you were a Walker fan of the original Chuck Norris show, yeah. this is it. We're completely off topic, but it's really good. Are there like, slow roundhouse kicks? There aren't. So imagine Walker, Texas <laughs> Ranger, but with good writing and good acting. But no roundhouse like, kicks. Well, there's roundhouse kicks, but not slow motion 90s. Uh, all, right, all right. He does a really good job of uh, paying homage, and you don't have Chuck Norris's weird, uh, uber religious conservative beliefs being shoved <laughs> down the show. So, but no, I, I enjoy it. And you, if you haven't watched Supernatural, mm-hmm. like you really should go. That show is a slow burn for the first season, and the only the reason it's a slow burn. Every episode's awesome, but it's a monster of the week. Literally, they go through like a lot of. Uh, uh, like the Bloody Marys there and the girl that's hitchhiking, like all of those. Uh, what are the myths that they're called? The, the folklore, urban legends. Urban legends. Ah, so it's like okay. so there's do. a lot of urban legends in the first one. 
and it was really scary the first season. Like they had to tone it back because they were losing viewers because it was too scary. Oh. But there's a story arc from season one through season five that's beautiful because it was only supposed to be five seasons and it ended up being 13, 14, 13, 14. 13 because Smallville was 12. They wanted, they wanted to get past Smallville, which was the longest running. So I'm, well, that's I'm not why con- they were going to do more seasons. And then finally Jensen was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to conduct a ruling on Walker, Texas Ranger, however you say it. <laughs> I cannot find that there is any proof of a comic book of it. There are novels, but there are no comic books that I can find. So, But the ruling into it, though, <laughs> is it comes from Supernatural. The council has spoken. <laughs> which has comic books, anime, and characters in <laughs> other comic book shows. And Menti's not here, so I don't give a beat. <laughs> but we do need to move on a little bit. Features. Yeah. Who should go next, me or Huey? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you should go next, Mauer. All right. Yeah. So I want to start off and just talk a little bit about the season finale of Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and then kind of go back to this overarching season. So the season finale for me was flipping phenomenal. I've watched it three times, just like the season finale of the second season of Mandalorian. Like, it was just good enough on its standalone episode that it was like a mini-movie. I felt the character arc of Obi-Wan to get him from prequel Obi-Wan to OG Mm Obi-Wan was beautifully done. He leaves that an optimistic, just kind of waiting to see what happens kind of guy that gets tired and down. But seeing the him finally realize that Anakin is dead and closing that plot hole, the plot hole mm. was amazing. Like him being, and just the fact that Anakin was like, cause he didn't want to give him the satisfaction of being like, you created me. No, I did this Yeah, and saying, sorry, you know, I killed him. It does so much for both Darth Vader and for Obi-Wan's character that it was beautiful. That scene, the way it was shot was amazing. However, I don't know if you guys noticed this, because normally you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you notice <laughs> that the visuals on the lightsaber scenes were a little, like, muddy? The contrast wasn't very good, and the overall color dark. grading was a little off. Was it, but was it to replicate uh, from the first, from, from New Hope? Or, like, the... No. So, every time we've seen lightsabers, for the most part, when they're filming with them, they're not lit. They do all that in post. This time they used lit lightsabers and they were much brighter. If I don't know if you noticed, lightsabers in the show are much brighter than any other Star Wars property we've seen. Um, and not to get too geeky, but blue light, especially from LED, hitting a digital camera, not film, which at least is the first time they were using it for the digital, really wreaks havoc. Uh, you know how we have peaks when we're talking to the microphone? Yeah. Well, there's visual blowout peaks as well and it can cause distortion. It was blowing Hmm. out so much that the footage they couldn't fix, so they toned everything down and cut the contrast back in order to make the lightsabers work because they wanted that effect of the blue light casting and like what it would look like if the only light source were these blue and red lightsabers. Uh, I have a feeling that they're going to go back to the drawing board and try and figure out a way to do it while also you know, saving contrast and color grading. 
because it looked really cool, but if you looked around them, everything was just kind of the details were a little lacking. And even in the shots, like there was a lot of details where it looked like there was some digital distortion. And it's all because they were using the real life LED blue and red lightsabers. Hmm. Interesting. So I noticed when I was watching, that's I said, I look for those, I see the things, especially being like, I've been editing digital photography since high school. Like, we were one of the first schools in the, in the country to have a digital photo lab. So I've been doing it and know those peaks. So unless you're looking for it, you won't see it. But as far as the whole season goes, what did you guys think? Okay. Um, Hated it. What? I'm kidding. Oh. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I was about to have a ruling on you being a part of the show. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Can I kick it? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> um, I, you loved it. I think the the season is was phenomenal, honestly, all the way up from episode one until to this this finale. Um, and one thing, and I definitely wanted to get you guys' opinion on this. What what did you think about uh, Qui Gon showing up? Spoilers alert. F yeah, oh yeah. Well, I don't care. Spoiler <laughs> alert. This show's over. Um, Qui Gon being the most Qui Gon-y Qui Gon I've ever seen at the end of that, like, come on, we got a lot to do. Like, yeah, he was still being the mentor master to Obi Wan. Because remember, when Qui Gon left, Obi Wan was still an apprentice. Right. He only became a master because of Qui Gon dying. So Qui Gon's still picking up. Like, I don't care what shit you've been through. <laughs> You're still my bitch. <laughs> Let's get a move on. Was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so I hope they do a second season just focusing on the trials and tribulations of Qui-Gon teaching Obi-Wan. I think they should. That'd be awesome. They should. Very much so. Because we, we need that information. I mean, because apparently from, so when me and Mincy talked about it, he was telling me Qui-Gon was the one who ultimately teaches Obi, Obi-Wan how to, uh, how to, become a force ghost or communicate after death the force yep so like i feel like that's something we need to see also i i don't know sidebar but i'm kind of interested in a yoda show now too like what what was he doing i don't care about that yoda i think was just chilling and hiding and waiting because he saw the future yes <laughs> i agree um I will say the actress that played Reva Riva. Mm-hmm. Riva, yeah. I found out what I didn't like about her is the character she was portraying needed subtlety to show the inner turmoil, and she just overacted everything to show extreme swings. She didn't live in the middle where I felt that character should, and and it just didn't portray it in a balanced way, if that makes sense. Like balance when she was on the dark side more we, because she was so over, like you didn't see anything that may have been holding her back, but they played the character. Like the whole reason why she was doing it was, you know, there was good in her and she wanted to avenge and the dark side was taking her, but you didn't see that. It was just like a, a plot twist to them where hated as you may hating Christensen in the first three movies still had every time he was angry still had a little bit of that showing through and he was going through the same kind of thing she was so that is where she kind of fell off for me she'll be back mm. Huey what did you think of the season uh, overall I love the entire season um, 
it was Star Wars. Yep. It was my favorite thing since the original yeah. tri- trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it agree. has me excited for Andor. Yep. I'll tell you that. And that's I'm still be... eh. I'm still eh on Andor. I'm, I'm a little more excited now. But Well, you better get excited for it because there's gonna be a lot of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and look, I was I was a little less excited going in Obi-Wan, but I mm-hmm. I got more and more excited each week, so Hold I'm on. hoping the same thing happens. You weren't excited for Obi-Wan? After the first episode, I was like, oh, this is, this is, uh. First episode was phenomenal. No, I meant like with just Obi-Wan himself being the, you know, I was expecting the, you know, the prequel obi or Clone Wars Obi-Wan. No, he had the biggest failure of his life. The whole galaxy was in turmoil because of his ass and his mind. <laughs> like he didn't screw up for himself. <laughs> he didn't screw up for like his state, his country. He screwed up an entire Universe. galaxy. <laughs> like because he didn't train Anakin well, shit hit the fan, not for just a group of people, but the entirety of species <laughs> in the universe <laughs> that weighs a toll on your brain yes that's definitely uh, anxiety i'm surprised he could yeah i'm surprised he wasn't just dribbling drool down the side of his mouth huddled in a corner <laughs> rocking back and forth where people have to ask him where did the dark man touch you <laughs> well apparently he didn't know there was a dark man no he did he didn't know about darth he didn't know who, he didn't know darth vader was uh, yes still he did around. he didn't know he was still around but he knew he, he was that. there. He didn't know he was, he didn't know he was still around. He, he was in shock and awe when she said Anakin's still alive. But he knew he existed before. Before, but yeah, to to maybe Huey's point, I don't think he was aware of Darth Vader. He thinks he he killed him and le- and left him yeah. um, right. Tomorrow. But he knew that there was a Darth Vader. Did he? Are we? That's sure? what I was talking about. Where right. did the dark man touch you? <laughs> was on that. <laughs> like. He knew he was Darth Vader. He saw the footage of him going, Rise, Darth Vader. Like, (laughs) from this point forth, you will be known as Darth Vader, my bitch. Um, And we are going to Hero Gasm. So, so no, like, him where he was is exactly where he should have been. Like the character, I I wasn't expecting any other Obi Wan. Although I was not expecting the OP Obi Wan at the end, raising all the rocks and. <laughs> well, did you see what the change that was, was awesome, there? Though. What what was it? So up until that point, he was focused on the past. Right. At that point, he switched from focusing on the past to focusing on hope and the future. And we didn't see that from him ever before, because even in the original trilogy, he was still focused on, am I going to make what I promised to Qui-Gon correct? Like, am I failing him? Right, right. So the entire arc until this point of Obi-Wan, we saw him focused on past and failures and events that happened to the past. This is the first time we see Obi-Wan focused on the future and where the light side of the Force really thrives is on that hope and positivity. So he no longer has doubt. He no longer has fear. So of course we're going to see him be able to use the force in the way that it's meant to be and wreck Darth Vader and show him that he, he still did. is an apprentice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can I, can I add something? Because yeah. technology is it. amazing. I can kick it. <laughs> 
So, Huey, you said that uh, after the first episode of Obi-Wan, you weren't sold. You weren't, you weren't too into it? Okay. Pretty much. I'm going to read a text that you sent after the first episode of Ms. Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Marvel <God>. is fun. <laughs> it's kind of like Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you're saying Obi-Wan wasn't fun. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't fun. I, I keep going back to that Lizzie McGuire thing. But your it's, text it's, message it's implies that you didn't. And the funny part is, after I sent you that, after I sent that text, I started seeing on CBR. Well, that's yeah, that's all what the it Lizzie is. McGuire comparison. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Disney was like, we're, we got this other Disney property that did well. We like copying ourselves to the point where we put similar plot points in. Multiple like I'm waiting for Hillary Duff, uh, Hillary Duff to show up. <laughs> Uh, I think she has a new show coming out. I might be wrong. Anyway. All right. Moving on from baby Huey. Now, um, I'm excited to see where they're going, though. I want to see season two. Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor have both said they want to. Rumor is Disney got their claws into Ewan for the MCU, which I think Mm -hmm. is also a way to hold him over until they can think of how to do a season two Mm -hmm. of Obi-Wan. it might be a couple years before we get that. Yeah, because I remember, they, s- I remember sending again, that information was, out, but do, did was there anything about what he was going to or who he was no, going to be in the MCU? Okay, they are. It's not that he has a role. They are mm-hmm. talking to him about multiple roles, and it looks like he's signing on for one. But I think the details are more kind of what they're doing with Keanu Reeves and Johnny Depp. He might just end up as a voice for some character. Like they want him in. They have a bunch of different ideas that work, but now it's just figuring out like what matches up. So I'm excited, but I think that's more of a, we're going to pay you some money to make sure Mm -hmm. we control what you're doing because we know that will fit with our other schedules. Stay right, right here. (laughs) We'll be right back. Don't make it work. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right Uh, back. It's going to be in-house talent. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what they've been trying to do, and that's why Isaac, uh, what's Ms. his Rahi? name? No, uh, Moon Oscar. Knight. Oscar Isaac. That was a deep uh, cut. <laughs> that's why he didn't want to sign their contract, because he knows that's what they do. They lock you down and make it where you only can do their shit. Uh, well, maybe and- he should, instead of doing those crappy HBO movies he's in. <sighs> <laughs> I haven't seen anything else of his. I mean, all things considered, I would say he probably should, seeing he's played in like every Marvel property. All things considered, <laughs> that that was been available to him. He's been in X Men. He, he's 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 Moon Knight, amongst other things. He's he's everywhere as far as comic properties go. Probably more than well, Seth Lich. <laughs> Lich, just see uh, what comes next for the MCU because. They have this weird duality right now where people are loving their products that are designated in more skewed, like uh, Doctor Strange 2. Sam Raimi and horror fans freaking love it. The Shuckies of the world got a little confused. And this Ms. Marvel, like, you have people like me that I don't love. It's not for me. So if they go that way in the future, I think we will get a Midnight Suns that's worth it. Or they might look at numbers and go, yes, we had these, but we lost these numbers here. What if we were to just combine everything back in again and make it for everybody? So I'm hoping we get a dark, dark 
Midnight Suns, like we get a Marvel Knights offshoot of MCU. Mm-hmm. It's just really mm-hmm. doubtful. Like I said, I don't have much faith in Fahey and the Mouse. I mean, maybe willing we'll to find risk out. money. Maybe we'll find out more information about that soon. Yes. Why might we find that information out soon, Moshko? <laughs> Not to cut you off features, but this is one of our stories, and that is that Marvel Studios is returning to Hall H in San Diego this San summer. Diego. Yes. Yeah. That's big news. That is right, friends. Because they could have come off an online presence for Comic-Con like DC did. <laughs> So that's the, like that's two major events that we're going to get some information out of them. You know, obviously uh, D23, right? Or yep. D3, mm-hmm. D23. D23. Later in the year. And now this uh, in the next couple, what, weeks? Really? Well, I have a feeling uh, that exciting. their appearance at San Diego Comic-Con might lean a little heavy on comics this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have been ta- paying attention. Some shit's hitting the fan in Marvel right now. Tell us about it. Uh, you have... So the reason why I think they're going back there, like you have the X-Men storylines, which I'm going to go read, because they have these children in a vault that are now grown up, and they're coming after the X-Men, and like mutants are like... It's, it's craziness. I'm going to go back and read it, because it sounds nuts. They're like hunting Cyclops down. Sweet. Like Krakoa is... Ooh. Alive um, and kicking. Yep, and you've got cool Spider-Man storylines going out. So it sounds like... They're throwing anything they can at the wall in the comics. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that them going there, even if they're not talking about comics as much in their panels, they're there to listen because that's a lot of what Comic-Con is for these people. You know, big companies is listening to the fans a little bit. Since they haven't been there, their finger's not quite on the pulse. So I have a feeling this is a good shot, you know, if you are a fan and you're there, like... Marvel is going to be listening and watching what you guys are doing. So if you want to see cooler comics, like make it known at these comic conventions, go give money to other people because money talks. And if they see you at image and a long line of image and a long line in DC and you buying that stuff there, Marvel might go, huh, maybe we should put some time and effort into our comics again. There's not a long line at DC. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be frank here. Haters gonna hate, 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 as Tay Tay says. All right. Uh, Huey. Mauer. What you got? Um, the ending for Flash last week. Flash is still on? I thought it was (laughs) done ages ago. Are we talking about Ezra Miller hiding guns in front of children, Flash? No, we're we're talking about... We're talking about the Flash. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. He can allegedly get some of this and get his ass kicked. That piece of shit. All right, moving on. So in, in the same episode, they killed off Tom Cavanaugh's reverse Flash and brought him back. And also killed off Matt Lencher's reverse Flash. And brought him back? No. <laughs> Which one was Matt Lencher? He was the OG version. Okay. Before he took Tom, uh, Tom Cavanaugh's... Uh, uh, the curly haired guy. Not, it's not curly. It's a dark blonde. Yeah. No. Strawberry well, that happened blonde. after the lightsaber Strawberry battle. Blonde. No, that. Was... 
I don't know. When anyway. you guys talking uh, hero gas, I don't know what kind of lightsaber battles you guys are talking about. Only the lightsaber best. battles. <laughs> you, features missed it, but anyway, you watched so, it. Shut up. <laughs> how was the uh, the episode, Huey? So okay, so they, in the beginning of the episode, the remember. Well, maybe you don't remember. A couple seasons ago, they brought in the Still Force, sta- uh, Sage Force, uh, the different forces that they brought into DC Comics a couple years ago. Yes. So they have avatars, and they're so basically they refer to Barry and Iris as their parents because they created them. Mm-hmm. So lately, this last half of the season, uh, the Still Force has been popping up and saying hi, but he's been acting very odd. The what force? Still. So stupid. Still Force. Mauer's force. It's still the force. It's <laughs> our blunt force. So, so it it looks like that uh, that the negative speed force has infiltrated the other forces. So they've been acting bad. So what they did was they kill the still force killed Tom Cavanaugh's reverse flash who was in Lian Yu's prison. And Shang-Chi? at the very end Yeah, yes. Okay. Lian Yu. Go ahead. Um, Shang Chi. I'm having wordplay in my head, and it's yeah. Sometimes I just have <laughs> to just let gonna, it out. <laughs> we're just ignoring him. Okay. He 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 kills he kills Tom Cavanaugh's Flash, and at the end, the Still Force, uh, right before he gets hit by Barry's lightning, you know when he runs really really fast and throws the lightning bolt, Barry does that, and he puts Iris right in front of the lightning bolt. Oh shit! It ki- it kills Iris. Now she's been all season. She's been dealing with a time sickness, and uh, what we're finding out is probably the Still Force infected her on purpose. Because when she died, she turned into par- uh, to these uh, Still Force particles, went into Matt Lyncher's Reverse Flash. Hey now, and Matt Matt Lyncher ripped his face off and became a new version of Tom Cavanaugh's Flash. And they show like they show him ripping the face. It was like one of the coolest scenes I've ever That's seen for cool. the Flash. So they're prepping so, for and, a and final he, season. Uh, well, so originally this was supposed to be the final season, and then it got greenlit right a few months ago for a ninth season. All right. So they had to rewrite a few things, but like I said, it was just neat watching him rip the face off and then throw the face on the ground like in two halves. I might watch <laughs> next season because I have a feeling they're going to. Cut, oh. cut the fat off of it. Well, so last week, I, d- I just popped my head. Um, remember the whole Diggle thing at the end of Arrow when he got the, gr- the supposed it ring? Diggle it just a little I, bit. They, they put an end to that. Just so he, the last couple seasons, he's been having headaches, popping up on Batwoman, uh, Superman. Um, Turns out it's an aneurysm. <laughs> well, it was him... It was him rejecting the the offer, and he officially rejected the box, which in the box just disappears. And I think they're not making him a Green Lantern now because of that HBO show that's coming around. So they teased this big payoff. Uh-huh. They, For what, two years? They made his name the same as the goddamn character. Yes. Uh, yeah, because his, fa- his father's last name is Stewart. So he's John, so John- Stewart. Yeah. And then they were like, sorry, brah, we're not doing this on your show. We got this other thing and we're not going to bring you over. Like, that is my problem with DC right now. Is they have a really good Flash. They have a really good 
uh, John Stewart. Instead, we get cult leaders and freaking the most random ass Green Lanterns out of everything. And, and I don't know. Superman it's, and Lois yeah. is great this week. <laughs> Superman and Lois has been great every week. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I said, uh, today, today is the season finale for Flash. So we'll see what happens with, with Reverse Flash popping back up again. Yeah, I'm going to... My prediction is, and I'm not watching, you can tell me if I'm right, I think they're going to reset everything back to kind of a zero center and have next season just going to be a traditional Flash season and a good payoff. And I think the payoff's going to be an open-ended, like, the Flash goes on and just lives as the Flash moving forward. I don't think they're going to end it or have it where... The Flash ends. I think it's going to be more yeah, of a a small this villain. Season ending. overall, this season overall has been overall very good because they're they've done different segments instead of trying to do an a overarching season. Um, like the middle of the season, they had um uh, uh what's his name from uh darkest darkest night, um, the black black flame. I can't remember his name. Oh, I know who you're talking uh, about. They, they had Robbie, Robbie Amell return for a couple episodes, and he became uh, Death Storm. That's it. That's it. So it, it was neat that so they're doing different That's things. That's because they got another show on their di- network that is freaking phenomenal, and people are like, if you can make this, how come you're still making that? <laughs> um, and just real quick, Lois and Superman, they are dealing with a convergence. Or Superman and Lois, sorry same thing it's fine one can come um, before the other it happens all the time at herogasm <laughs> wow well speaking of coming together they are in the process of the two earths bizarro and regular coming together and the way they're dealing with that on the show is really really good and really scary like imagine being told like you see like your computer change from your computer to another computer and flashing back and forth like the glitches in spider-man and then not knowing what it is and being told, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, this is happening. And then you look out and there's a giant square sun in the sky next to your sun. Like, <laughs> they're making the anxiety of what's coming, you know, really, really big. And unlike Herogasm, I think the payoff is going to be worth it. And <laughs> I think maybe we are going to get the true steel Superman costume. Because I have a feeling they're going to... I gonna- think we are too. I think they're going to make a costume for Superman because he's depowered right now. And I think at the end of it, Steel's costume is going to be destroyed. And he's going to have to put on Superman's costume they make. And they're going to go, well, what's the S stand for for you? And he'll be like, Steel. And then he's going to fly off with his hammer. <laughs> Steel. And everything's going to be awesome. Do you think there might be a cameo from a certain actor in a green outfit? No. So that's going to happen. I'm going to say that's going to happen next year on The Flash because of that Earth Prime comic book that just wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Earth, there's a, there's a six-issue miniseries of, uh, of Earth Prime, which is in the Arrowverse. And at the end of the thing, Oliver returns as Spectre. So that's going to tie into possibly the season nine of The Flash, which well, I think- they're supposedly... When that trying ha- to get everyone yeah. on. I think when that so. happens in The Flash, though, is when the Superman and Lois universe is created. And I think we start mm-hmm. might getting some shows. Because Jensen Eccles has an undisclosed DC project in the works. 
Is it Batman? I have a feeling it is. Mm-hmm. Fans want to see him as Batman. His cosplay as Batman has been amazing. He's now voicing Batman in a second animated movie. Oh, a second one? Yeah. Really? Can we? Uh, you, um, you have that huh. picture of, of his, him in cosplay as Batman? I can send it to you guys in the chat for it. Uh, so... I'm hoping it's Batman. It might not be. Although him as Red Hood in the animated series was good, and his Red yes. Hood cosplay was really good. Like he just loves the characters, and he has He's a relationship a with them. Fan. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to take advantage of that. And he has such a fan following. You know, I don't even realize. I think the the boys fans realized how big Supernatural's fan base and Jensen Eccles specifically's fan base is. I'm sure they didn't. Uh, oh, and you're on a show for 15 years. I mean, and I mean, the conventions just for Supernatural are huge. Like, imagine that, like, the Supernatural Con is bigger than some of our conventions in Philadelphia. Like, that's how big the show is. Yeah. Well, you have to remember that show is built on the charisma of everybody being friends on the show. And that portrays their panels are. It's like hanging out with a bunch of friends. You're hanging out with Sam and Dean in real life, and they're doing stupid, crazy shit. Go search, you know, on Facebook or whatever. People post them all the time. It's great. But speaking of that whole things are cool because of the friendship and kinship with the fans, Stephen Amell just finished the season finale of season two of Heels. Looking jacked. He looks swole as shit. What? Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, he had his daughter film him after his last filming and workout, and he got into an ice bath. And I had to do a double take when I was scrolling by because he is... Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Objects might be larger than they appear. He's been taking all the TRT. <laughs> but he got huge for the second season. I think between... <laughs> Arrow in filming the first season, he tried getting into shape as a wrestler as much as he could. Then he got hurt in taking bumps. And he realized that he need for him to be able to be an actor doing the stuff he's doing in the ring, he needed to get bigger. Um, yeah, he, before he was like lean and, and muscular looking. Now he's jacked. Like and he's he got on... bigger in heels. I don't know if you watched it. Like he hmm. was definitely jacked more than he was in Arrow. But I need to borrow someone's password for that. <laughs> But, you know, and if you haven't watched Heels, it is a phenomenal, even if you're not a wrestling fan, it is a good character piece. Uh, And just watching, you know, two different sons from a family going on different paths, trying to do their way of honoring their family or feeling tied down to their family. It's really, really good. I actually think that there's a long lost episode of Fireside Chats that focuses on Heels. It's somewhere in the feed. There you might is. Want to check it out. Maybe we should do a rundown or a rewatch of all those episodes and just throw all the episodes out at the same time. And we could so do people that. People can just go through it. Before the season two? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's do that, Moshko. Sweet. I'm um, down. You think people would like if we had like rewatch <laughs> episodes for certain shows? I don't know. I'd be down to rewatch uh, <laughs> Lucifer. And actually have you guys watch it with me. I'd watch it with you. Lucifer is good. I, I like got Lucifer. a couple episodes in and that was it. I think I stopped around season three, maybe four. So good. 
Baby Huey, back me up on this. Oh, it, I love it. Mauer got me into it. So each season gets better, which is yes. hard to say. Like, and then once it gets on Netflix, it gets even better. Yeah. <laughs> like, but they don't change it, and that's what I love. No, like so it's not like they got to Netflix all of a sudden you're seeing Wangs flying around. Like they what do one, the they do one scene wow. where they show his butt as a joke, and then they make a joke about him about to curse in the very first Netflix episode. And they still, they treat it as if it was on network TV because the fans are the reason why it got picked up by Netflix. And the fans liked it on network TV, so they didn't want to alienate those fans. But yeah, I'd be, uh, I'd be willing to go back and do some of that stuff. Who knows? Maybe we've got some shows that uh, would be good for that kind of things. That is a great idea. On that note, today we talked about Herogasms. We talked about ripping faces off in Flash. Features <laughs> got a little funky with Ms. Marvel and the 10 one bandit, bandle, leader, bang, whatever bangling. they're calling it, and bangles walking like Egyptians or what, what are they? I don't even know. Um, and then I talked how Obi-Wan is the greatest Star Wars property since the OG trilogy. If you don't agree, fight me. I don't care. Um, but yeah, there's lots. Oh, season three of Harley Quinn's coming out in July. Mm. When's uh, Kite Man to... coming out? <laughs> When's that season? Is, isn't he already out? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, on that note, make sure you watch AEW tonight. Give me yeah. a hell yeah! Hell oh, yeah! yeah. It, Wait, it was three night. It was three nights ago. It was three Baby. nights ago. Oh, yeah. Well, no, AEW is on Wednesdays. Oh, yeah, okay. that too. Um, Baby Huey, do that thing. Yeah, Mosca, do that thing. Do that thing. You know, I wanted to do the intro, but you guys, you just, you went all over me, and, and it was, yeah. Kind of like hoping, you were going to pa pass it along. Features do that thing. Uh, but I got it. So you can find yeah, everything yeah. there is at uh, Fireside. That's welcome to Fireside.com. You could also find us at Welcome to Fireside on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Fireside Crew on Twitter. Baby Huey's got a TikTok maybe for us. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, no, we don't have TikTok, right? Thank God. When that, when that, that will happen soon. Oh, no. <laughs> that's a, that's that, bad. That will be coming soon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that in my life. We don't need that. <laughs> anyway, everybody, please <laughs> like, follow, subscribe. Do all that wonderful stuff for us. Tell a friend. That's always the best way to get word out on what we're doing because... Things are going to be changing, and we're going to have to get you all that information. That's a fact, Jack. Yep. What? <laughs> yep. What? We're, what? Going through it. we're going through some hard times, baby. <laughs> what? And when you go through these hard times, you're going to see that that is something that we're going to talk about later. <laughs> As what? always, I am the American dream, Mr. What? Mauer. Beep you. God. That that was a really good one. <laughs> ah, Moshko. That's all. That's I'm all Huey. And I'm Features Excelsior. And Menti's still on the beach. He's out there drinking some Coronas. <laughs> what? Playing with his phone. <laughs> what? <laughs> and now a computer took his job. <laughs>